Welcome to the Brave Yes CEO Show, a podcast for women founders, CEOs, and small business owners who are ready to take yourself or your business to the next level. I'm your host, Sean Fink, a Brave Yes CEO for nine years and who is committed to offering soulful and strategic business mentoring, well-being and capacity planning, and fierce courage coaching so you can be the strong leader you need to be for your business and your awesome future. I am an anti-hustle, soul-led coach who is here to remind you that before you are a business owner, you are a human being and that you have permission to choose joy and pleasure as you chase your dreams, that you can have a soul-aligned life and business, and that making money is the byproduct of showing up authentically and passionately. So welcome to another episode. And today we are talking about what it means to hold more than a business as business owners, as founders, as CEOs. So I say this a lot, and I believe it to be true, it is nearly impossible to make a brave yes business move, a change, a pivot, creating a yes offer, uh, or implementing the brave yes mindset when you are bogged down by stress. By stress, by emotional burnout, by burnout itself, by... Uh, mental health issues, whatever you have going on that is adding weight to your life, it's going to make brave yes moves harder. Because, and here's where I want to begin today, running a business often means having a nonstop to-do list. I've been doing this for nine years and I have yet to reach the end of my to-do list. (laughs) And I don't mean just to-dos, right? I mean to wants, to wishes, to shoulds, to all the things that we have going through our heads. We never reach the end. There's always more, more to do, more to dream up, more to make happen, more to build. And while it's all fun and exciting, it's also exhausting to know that we are never done. Never. When you walk away from your desk and you go to your family or you go to dinner or you go to the gym, that task list is constantly running in the back of your mind. And at the center of all of that is you, the CEO, the founder, the visionary behind the business. And your energy and your capacity and your needs are under there somewhere. The idea of work-life balance seems so simplified compared to the tangled up threads running through a CEO and her business. Add to that running task list all the weight and the responsibility of living through a pandemic while also caring for yourself, pets, a house, and a family. If you're exhausted, it's no wonder. 
as founders, we're not just juggling business and life. There are so many nuances running deep and leaving ruts in our days. Among my own clients, here's what they have been juggling beyond their own businesses in the last few months. COVID mitigation, COVID recovery, health scares and crises, home repair issues and fiascos, healthcare bills, mental health matters among spouses and children, aging and ailing parents, job loss, inflation, loneliness, and virtual learning days. And that's just some of it. As we are juggling all of that, we're also juggling the cleaning, the meals, the laundry, the scheduling of all the appointments, filling out all the paperwork, making sure all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed. And in the back of our mind is this, how are we going to bring in the income for next month? And my clients aren't alone. I've shared it before, but I'll share it again. Last August, I was gleefully looking forward to finally, finally having five full days a week to do my creative work and serve clients after a year and a half of kids being home. And maybe I was going to take some time for myself, but the week my kids returned to school, a school that we quickly learned was not right for them, so then we had to switch them out of it, more paperwork, more appointments. And then one evening, my husband had a heart attack, toppling everything we knew to be true. Shock, despair, fear. And in the midst of the pandemic, one of my daughters suffered with extreme loneliness, the other mental health issues, and I had my own chronic illness popping up from time to time in there as well. And all the while, I still ran my business. And I look back now, and I think I made it look too easy. To be honest, I was tired of being strong. I needed help. So I got help. I didn't share then because I was in it, sorting it all out, figuring it all out, just going through survival mode. But I didn't share then that I made changes in my life to get through it all. Thankfully, my business was doing well enough. I could rehire my house cleaner. I shored up my own foundation a bit by taking on an additional bigger client with more consistency and predictability, which was very good, which was a very good move for me generally. I learned to lean on people. Until then, I had been going it all alone, carrying the everyday burdens quietly. This is not how we create an environment for braver business moves, nor should we expect women entrepreneurs to carry the load over and over and over without support. In my Braver CEO framework coaching program, I focus a lot on what it means to empower yourself to do the hard things. But all of that starts with the foundation of well-being the capacity, which I've been talking about all month, a foundation of, yes, I have the energy to do this now, rather than I am so exhausted and burned out. 
I reject this idea that we just need to be stronger and push harder and keep trying to get where we want to be without first acknowledging that this is hard, hard, hard stuff we're going through and making sure that we're capacity planning, which takes into account where we are, who we are, and what our life circumstances are so that we plan out a sustainable business. Because at the end of the day, your business needs to serve you and your whole life. What looks good on paper may not be what serves you. You are holding so much more than a business as the CEO of your little queendom. This notion that all you have to do is juggle a bit. This notion that you only have to juggle life and work oversimplifies what's really happening under the veil of it all. I reject this idea of hustling and showing up no matter what because frankly, you are holding so much more than a marketing plan in your head. So it's no wonder that you may get to your desk on Monday and go, what was I going to be working on? Because the weekend was filled with chaos. So take a moment to hold space for yourself, for the many parts of your life that are weighing you down, holding you back, keeping you stalled. Honor that this is your life right now. You are where you are. It is what it is. And I invite you to invest in your capacity, to boosting it, to raising it, to lifting it, and to planning a business and offerings and a lifestyle that honors where you are and who you are right now. That you may not have the full-on support, the thriving environment, the team, the capabilities that you need to be the business you want to have in the future. Not yet, anyway. You are growing through the gap and you are going through your own expansion slowly on your own terms. There's power in that. And it's not going to look like everybody else's. What's true for you, what's What's needed for you right now may be different than what's going on when you look at the screen or the, the, way, the people down the street and you see what's happening for them. Focus on building your capacity and building and designing a plan that honors your capacity. There are so many creative ways to do business. You don't have to be locked into one vision. It's far easier to create a vision that is doable than it is to create a vision that deflates your passion and your desire for change. Learn to address your energy and your emotions in all of this. Creative flow and the brave yes will not show up if you're feeling zapped emotionally or energetically. This is the biggest obstacle I see with so many of my clients who want to be more creative, who want to write more, but they're tired. 
your investment in your capacity and in building a business that's going to work for you right now and in the future needs to honor the fact that you are where you are. Sure, some things can change. (laughs) Some things can change. Your life circumstances may change. And I'm going to talk more about life circumstances in the next episode. For now, though, trust that you can honor where you are and still get where you want to be all in the right time. Focus on investing in your capacity, building it, boosting it, cultivating it, doing whatever you need to do, protect it fiercely. Because yeah, life is going to be chaotic. Life is going to life, as I say all the time, right? And it is what it is. And there are ways to get through. There are ways to get through slowly but surely. And there is a vision on the other side that will be yours. And I want to help you build that vision. One that honors who you are and where you are. One that honors where you want to be and how you're going to get there. With mindful progress. With coping through the stress. With cultivating unshakable resilience so that when the crap hits the fan, you won't be devastated by it. If this speaks to you and you want to explore what coaching would be like with me, I encourage you to hop on a Zoom call with me for a discovery call. We will discuss all the ways in which you can both build your capacity and your confidence this year so that you can see your brave yes dreams through to the finale. I'll put the link in the show notes. And I just want to close just honoring this idea that you are holding more than a business. So go easy, be gentle, give yourself some grace. You're holding more than a business. You're holding a whole lot. And everything that you want, everything that you need will come to you in good time. Have a wonderful week. Stay true to you. Keep chasing those brave yeses. Mm -hmm.